0: Alright, joining us now, uh, on the Sprint special guest line, good friend of the program, Kurt Eland. Kurt, how are you? Hey Kurt.
1: I'm I'm doing good, I'm doing good. You, you don't get Zion, but don't sleep on like the Pelicans. Like they've been I think they've won three or four, they're playing a lot better lately and Brandon Ingram developed a jump shot somewhere along the line and looks pretty good.
0: What do you uh oh there's no doubt too and and uh, frankly, there was a lot of us out there yesterday, including uh, David Locke, who really felt like the the winning streak would end yesterday in Brooklyn and the jazz end up winning that game going away a bit. How surprised are you with how well the jazz are playing uh,
1: a, a little bit I mean look t- ten wins and you know yes again, except for the clippers against below 500 teams, but ten wins in the league is hard I mean you talk about the Nets being below 500. They just got Kyrie Irving back. They just got you know Karis LeVert back. That's not an easy team to beat. Um, so those count, man. Like, at the end of the day, you got to beat the team in front of you, and they're playing really well. Um, it, it's good to see the offense clicking like this. And I'm not sure it totally relieves the how does Mike Conley fit in when he gets back questions, or you know, there's they, still questions to be answered. But man, now you're you're climbing up in the West and. and Getting yourself in a position to do some damage in the postseason, and that's
2: what matters. Kurt, help Jazz fans kind of digest and understand the magnitude of a ten-game win streak. And I know we've got intelligent fans, but and I know there's some yeah. that may not understand how difficult it is. Regardless, I mean, you got the Clippers, and and now yeah. you got Brooklyn in there. But how uh, how significant is a ten-game win streak? Hey, look, they're
1: just—it's not quite parody like the NFL, but it is in the sense that. If you take the night off against, if you're just not focused, if you're not playing well against "quote unquote" bad NBA teams, they're still good. I mean, you know who's bad out there? Atlanta's bad. It turns out you, know, you might want to cover Trey Young. Like you, you, every team has some of these guys where, like, you know, they're NBA players for a reason. They're professionals for a reason, and you. You take the night off against a good uh, you know what you think is a bad team and you come in not mentally focused and they will beat you these some of these teams play really hard, so winning ten games is it, it speaks to a a mental focus and kind of groove that a team gets in and kind of a and, and a, a good mental position that a team gets in more than just like the physical talent it's like yeah there's a little bit of and can flip the switch for a quarter type of things, but they don't win 10 games in a row doing that. They'll get in trouble for a night and, and not pull one off. It takes a real focus from the team to get on these kind of streaks. And that's a – look, the rate, we've talked about this before, guys. The regular season, ultimately, for the NBA, if you're a good team like U, Utah, you got to just build good habits, right? You're building habits. You're building good conditioning so that when you get to the postseason and you're challenged, you fall back on good things. That's what's happening right
0: now. Mm. Kurt Helan joining us right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Obviously, putting the fan vote aside, do the Jazz have <laughs> one All-Star? Do they have two All-Stars? Do they have no All-Stars? How do you think it shakes out this year?
1: Well, they don't, you guys don't have somebody as good as Taco Fall. I mean, what do you no, want? Man. Um, <laughs> Taco Fall. Um, Unbelievable. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Um, and look, he's it, a nice guy. It's just the whole thing's kind of strange. Um, <laughs> I hope he starts honestly,
0: think... <laughs> and then everybody like, okay, you wanted this. Here you go, Here Taco you Falls starting the yeah. All Star Game. Are you
1: happy that's, now? That's well, they, they did that. They, they, you know, some of us in the media have a vote now, and I know they, the players get a vote, and it was all because of this. Remember, it's like was yeah. it hockey a couple of years ago where I, I'm going to forget the guy's name? But they started. They started a journeyman, um, and Zaza Pachulia came. How close to starting a few years ago? So. Um, now, yeah, you know, I think my guess is one. I don't know. I we'll see. I, I I think they deserve to. I think Rudy and Donovan deserve to be there. Um, how that's ultimately going to shake out is going to kind of fall to the fall to the coaches. They're not going to have a starter. Um, I think I think the top five from the fan vote in the West is actually pretty spot on. Like I don't I mean, Luca and. As much as I love Donovan, I'm not putting him in front of Luca or James Harden, and you know, the two Lakers and um, Kawhi Leonard make a, a really nice front court. And then you get into how many bigs are you going to put in there? Just, did Carl Anthony Towns play enough? He was phenomenal when he played. Did he play enough games? I don't, you know, um, or are you going to put in Rudy Gobert and uh, Chokic? And yeah, it's just there's a there's a lot of good bigs in the West, so hopefully he gets in. I think Donovan is the guy, because they're on this hot streak and because he's been putting up points, and the offense has been so good during this streak, I got a feeling he's going to get the coaches' attention and get a vote. It's just kind of frustrating because, I mean, what, co- what coach in every sport, right? Every sport you ever watch, like coaches are preaching defense and talking about how important defense is, and then it comes time for them to vote mm-hmm. for the All-Star game, and they're like, yeah, let's give it to the offensive guys. So hopefully, hopefully – Hopefully, uh, Gobert gets a shot, but it's it's going to fall into the hands of the coaches, um, coaches' vote this year.
2: I know that regular season and postseason basketball can be a little bit different. We've seen teams that are built for regular yeah. season wins and teams that feel built yeah. for postseason wins. When you look at Boyan Bogdanovich, Royce O'Neill, Joe Ingles, Rudy Gobert, and Donovan Mitchell as a starting five, and then you throw in Emmanuel Moutier, um, Clarkson, George Niang off the bench. When I want you to project and and let us know, is this a team that is built for postseason success? I I think you still need
1: Mike Conley in there playing well. Um, I think they can if they get there. It becomes more about matchups, and it becomes you know, look, the stuff you're getting through the system in the offense and some of the easy buckets just go away. And you're going to ultimately have to fall back on, you know, Kevin Durant got mocked for this a little bit, but no, ultimately you do need, especially once you get to the second round of the playoffs, you just need some guys who can create when, when everything else gets taken away and it can't just be one guy. You know, if, if you've got Donovan Mitchell, that's great, but it can't be Donovan Mitchell against the world. That's not going to be good enough. Um, Just because the defenses can load up and that's where Mike Conley comes in. I think Bogdanovich provides some of that as well, where he is a little bit of a creator and it becomes about, you know, like, I love George Niang. I don't know if we'll see if he can hang on the floor in a, in a, in a playoff game because it just, especially once you get to the second round again, it really becomes almost about, about hiding, and not even hiding weaknesses. Your weaknesses get so exposed hmm. in a way they just don't during the regular season that, that every little thing becomes huge. And it's hard to keep some guys on the floor. So um, I'm not meaning to pick on him or anyone. It's just, it, if certain matchups become really tough for certain players, so I like them in the playoffs if they can get Conley rolling. If they can get a secondary playmaker and creator who can help them deal with like the stuff that you know, the washing machine stuff, the way they just they, they run guys around aren't going to be there. We know Donovan can get his shot, but who else? Who else is going to step up into that role? And that's the reason they made all these offseason moves. You know, to, to get these guys, hopefully they can step up. I like them in the playoffs, but I'm not sure that I've seen enough of them doing it during the regular season to fully believe yet.
0: I know you and I uh, on this show we talked a lot about Ja Morant uh, last year going into the draft <laughs> and in the NCAA tournament. How much fun are you having watching this guy develop there in Memphis?
1: Oh my, How much fun is he to watch? Yeah. Guys? <laughs> it was you see it, was, it, was, it was last night. I mean, the best part was he'd get matched up on Harden. They'd switch Harden onto him like they were hunting Harden. And then he'd he'd get Harden on him and he'd he'd do what Harden does to every poor big man in the league that tries to cover him. He's like steps out, calls for the clear away, and then just abused him all night long. It was it was something to behold. Um, he is he's a special player, and when you watch him, guys, he's just the the word a scout used with me when watching was that he was just fluid. He's a fluid athlete it's so smooth and, and seemingly somewhat effortless um in in you know he's maybe not the he's not the athlete russell westbrook is i'm not sure that that guy exists but he's more like that in a lot of ways where he's just more athletic than you realize he's just a little smoother it's um weirdly to use a tennis analogy um it, it's kind of roger Federer, where you didn't realize how athletic he was because he yeah. just kind of looked graceful um that's kind of how John Morant is. You don't really realize how crazy at the athletic he is until he jumps over Kevin Durant or Kevin Love and almost dunks it.
2: So, I'm tr- I'm I'm looking down the next 14 games until the Jazz hit the All-Star break and you know, they play New Orleans tomorrow and then they've got Sacramento that follows that up. I've got I right now I've got the Pacers as being maybe the stop point for this winning streak. Yeah, maybe. And then they got Golden State and then they go into Dallas and Houston. That's that or well Dallas and Houston come to Vivin Arena. You know, when you look at their their schedule coming up, New Orleans, Sacramento, Indy, Golden State and Dallas, where does the streak stop?
1: I, I like the Indy call. Indy's really tough right now. If they if they're fully healthy, they've, they've had Sponis missed a game recently Sponis missed a game and then Miles Turner looked like a you know a guy who never who no longer had to share the spotlight up front. Um, that's a sneaky good team if if Brogdon's back too. I mean brogdon has been injured and they they would need him back. And I'm I'm going to forget off the top of my head exactly what his timeline is, but that's a that's one of those grinding gritty tough to play against teams. Um, a big front line Turner, somebody who's physically you know can can at least hang in the ballpark of Rudy Gobert and is a big guy who can step out and and challenge a little bit and is athletic. Um, so that's a really tough one, and then, like you said, if you can get past that, boy, the problem with Houston and 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 Dallas is those two teams have both have a guy who's um, fully capable of beating you on his own one night, and it's probable that you know one of one of those two nights, Doncic or Harden just goes off in a way that you can't do. You know, there's not any there's not anything anybody could do about. So, but I really want, like you said. I think Indiana's a good call. That's a <laughs> They're a sneaky good team that's really well coached. I mean, they've just really bought into their system and believe in who they are in a way that Jazz have for so long. With it, you don't really think about Indiana as a uh, a good team until you watch them play, and you're like, man, they just they're just efficient and they execute.
0: Kurt Heelan joining us here on ninety seven five twelve eighty the Zone and the Zone Sports Network uh, from Pro Basketball Talk and uh, and uh, Sports dot com. Uh, the Lakers seem to be, again, kind of on a different level than everybody else. Do you anticipate that they'll kind of hold that four- or five-game lead advantage throughout the rest of the season in the West?
1: I think they want to hold that and build it. Um, I, I think the Bucks are trying to do the same thing in the East, although it's a little easier on them. Um, I think the Lakers want to hold that and build that and get it into March so that, that they can – I know they're saying they're not going to rest LeBron. I think the plan is to rest LeBron. He's going to – He's going to get some time off, but they're not really worried as much about doing it now as, hey, we've got a cushion, let's get him some time in that last month before the playoffs start where we can get him some rest, get his legs fresh, get his body healed as much as, you know. It's an 82-game grind, it's a marathon, and anything they can do to have him fresh for the playoffs is going to matter because they're still a really top-heavy team. I mean, they've gotten nice role play out out of, you know. Kyle Kuzma and spots and and Danny Green's been great for them and and even Dwight you know the, the resurgence of Dwight Howard and what have you um, It's still a top heavy team it's still it's still LeBron and Davis are two of the five or six seven, five or seven best players in the league and good luck stopping them and they've got to have them both clicking so I think that's the goal I think the goal is to keep racking up wins like this till they can get to the point that they can kind of back off a little and rest and, and I say that and they. Go beat Oklahoma City without Green and Davis yeah. and LeBron. So like, <laughs> yeah. maybe they're better than I think they are.
0: Hey, Kurt, appreciate your time as always. Thanks for joining us, and uh, let's do it again next week.
1: I look forward to it, guys. Take care.